Hey friends, welcome to the ADHD Boss Podcast with Ellen Argo. My mission is to help you make more money with self-trust and more fun this year in your business with your ADHD brain. So if you are looking for ways to empower your brain, scale your business, and have more fun all at the same time, please hit subscribe to this podcast. My brain still likes to go to the end of the world thoughts, this all or nothing worst case scenario thinking. Even when I have worked on my awareness or my thoughts for years, it still happens. My brain is still human, still trying to keep me alive. Thank goodness. It still offers me worst case scenarios very quickly, even when I have processes in place that I can use to help me move through my thoughts and emotions. Sometimes I completely shut down. Sometimes all I can do is cry a little bit when things are feeling like too much. Sometimes I get frustrated with people for a short period of time. And sometimes that frustration lasts for a really long time or until we can chat it out because I'm not a perfect person. I get stressed out. I crumple into a ball sometimes and cry. Sometimes all I can do is hyperventilate. Sometimes I can't even work on things, but there is so much power in the allowing and knowing that those projects that have been left undone, those moments where you feel you were failing your employees because you couldn't predict the future, those moments when you think that trying something new and and not turning up perfectly means that you're failing them, when you lose money on something that you thought would work, knowing that this isn't the end of the world, to feel those feelings to crawl into the fetal position if you need to for a while. This doesn't mean you are weak. This doesn't mean you are failing the world. This means that you are learning, even if you can't get there in this moment. I want to be real. Coaching is the only reason this crumpling into a ball and crying thing, crying thing, feeling sorry for myself doesn't last me a whole entire day or weeks like it used to. Coaching myself and remaining my coaching with my coach is the reason these only last me about one to five minutes max. I am no longer paralyzed by my experiences for longer than I decide. I am no longer a victim of my circumstances for longer than the time I need to process it. I no longer expect myself to be a robot, to be lovable, to be a good manager. I no longer see weakness in my needing to cry and my crumpling into a ball. I just need to see it as a place, an opportunity for me to show myself compassion and to allow my emotions. And then maybe, just maybe, I will have clarity after allowing these emotions to wash through me to know what I need to do next. The trick here is also not being attached to the outcome. If you allow yourself to cry so that you can hopefully get hopefully get over it sooner, This is an attachment to an outcome. This is not an allowing, knowing that either way, your brain is doing exactly what it feels it should do to keep you safe. Recognizing danger and letting you know nothing has gone wrong in the space. The only thing to take note and understand is you believing that it is wrong. When we allow ourselves to experience the things and stop looking at others as better than us, when we can stop seeing our separateness, I feel like these platforms are so powerful in creating oneness. Not social media platforms, but the platforms of experiencing our emotions. The platform of 
being in that ball and crumpling up and needing to cry. When we can normalize all of the emotions is when we are experiencing our emotions. When we can share with others that we are not simply happy all the time, that we can have so many things we have dreamed of for so long and yet struggle so much. Perfection is not the goal, my friends. If you struggle with depression like I do, then you are not a failure when you experience sadness or depression. Not all has been lost. Every depression episode, I learn so much more about my brain. I learn about my thoughts. I learn about my limitations, not in a judgment form, but my limitations, every single human has limitations. Not even a superhero is able to complete everything perfectly. When we understand our limitations, we can hold space for our humanity. We can support our limitations. We can hire out for our limitations. And we can support and move into our strengths as well, right? I learned this morning that when I have this expectation that I shouldn't have all these open-ended projects and that they add pressure to me, I have this thought, I should have finished that. That thought shuts me down and makes me want to run away in the complete opposite direction as fast as physically possible. (laughs) It definitely does not give me the juju to want to be anywhere near the project, let alone work on it and especially not complete it. When I recognize that because of my constant coaching, I was able to immediately experience this thought and recognize the feeling it caused me to feel. It caused me pressure, shame, anger. When I think about all the things that I should be able to do, that there is something wrong with me because I have all these incomplete projects around the house, which then led me to sit on the couch and cry from the overwhelm that was caused by the compilation of those emotions. Something I have learned through my coaching training for the past few years is overwhelm is caused by multiple negative emotions. When I have all these simultaneous negative emotions of pressure, shame, anger, it causes me to feel overwhelmed. Yet another heavy weight of emotion pressing down on my chest. But this overwhelm can be solved by being with the awareness of my thought that developed the pressure, shame, and anger for my brain. And it's simply the thought of, I should have done that by now. When I was able to look at this thought, I can learn about my patterns. I can also then question and know immediately that maybe I should have done that by now. I have compassion for myself. Or should I have been able to do that all by now? I have compassion for myself and the things that I have done instead in that time. And the awareness of that thought as I was crying crumpled up on my couch this morning. I was able to have compassion for myself. I was able to see my accomplishments. I was able to see the things that I had chosen to do and the reasons why I had chosen them. When I can continue to embrace and allow my overwhelm and give myself minutes to express it, maybe hours to express it, whatever I need to allow that emotion. I really like the idea. Some people talk about you give yourself five minutes and then you decide to move on. But maybe you need 24 hours. If it's something 
that is heartbreaking to you. You get to decide how much time you are going to give yourself to allow this emotion and then you will let it go through. I can let the energy out of my body. It allows me to breathe. I consciously inspire breath. When we do this, we have more clarity. And when we resist the emotion, it keeps me in that state of overwhelm that doesn't allow me any clarity at all. It's like I'm stuck in this tunnel of confusion and overwhelm and shutdown. Like this morning, I was so overwhelmed that I got a few emails that were meetings that I was really looking forward to. And I realized somehow that I had missed one of them. And then in that state of compiled frustration for myself and my brain, I glanced at my next email of another event that I was super looking forward to. In this space, I had assumed that I missed that other meeting too, which just threw me even deeper into all of the emotions of anger and frustration and overwhelm, believing that I had let myself down again, that I'm letting other people down again because of my inability to remember. Once I allowed the tears and just let it all out, less than a minute later, my tears stopped and I recognized that the big meeting that I really, really wanted to attend was actually tomorrow. It was a reminder email, not a, hey, you missed it email. But when I was in my state of overwhelm, I immediately made it mean that I had forgotten something again that I am failing myself, that I am trying to do too much. So many thoughts that feel like crap. (gasps) But in that allowing of the emotion, I was able to release just the pressure of resisting the emotion. And it gave me enough space for that clarity, space to lean in, to learn, to be able to make movement, to support myself in the now, and to learn how to continue to support myself better in the future. If we don't allow ourselves to feel the emotions, when we believe that crying is messy, that we don't have our poop in a scoop, if we need to allow all of these emotions, that's just judgment against ourselves. I am being vulnerable in this place because so many people think that I have my poop in a group, that I have my stuff together. And yes, my emotions are really regulated now and it has nothing to do with suppressing them. I do not suppress my emotions. I allow them. And that is why my emotions are regulated. Because I allow them. Because I now know that strong women, CEOs, we cry. We curl up into a ball when we need to. And we produce absolutely nothing for minutes or hours. Once we become entrepreneurs, we don't just immediately turn into these things that can tolerate so much. Once we hire employees, we aren't impermeable. We are humans just like you. You are a human just like us. You are a human just like that two-year-old over there. What do we know about toddlers that are not allowed to experience their emotions? That are not allowed to cry out when they have pain? When their parents pick them up and say, you're fine, stop crying. We know that does not help their emotional development. Yet, we still believe we are weak when we do not allow ourselves to cry. But no, this is not a reason to beat yourself up either. This is just what we have been practicing for our whole lives. 
Even our parents, even if our parents didn't teach us to stop crying, to toughen up, it's not that big of a deal, or you have a short fuse, then society has taught you that. It's not because of your brain that you believe you are a failure or unstable when you feel your emotions. It's just because when you have been practicing these thoughts for almost as many years as we have been alive, so now we get to change that. We, through deliberate thought awareness, get to be the parent of our toddler self. We get to swoop our emotions and our toddler self up in our arms, hold them and say, let it out. I've got you. I'm here for you. Another thought I like to share with my clients and something I repeat to myself when those past judgments of tears creep up is allowing myself to cry, especially in front of others, is a sign of strength. It takes incredible courage to be so vulnerable as to allow tears to flow from your face. When we allow tears to flow from our face, we show others our humanness. It allows them the opportunity to also be strong for you. Being an entrepreneur with 10 plus employees means that I get the opportunity to be the shoulder to cry on. This is really important to me, that they know that I am a safe place that they can go to when things are hard. We are always going to do our best to support you, and I will give you hugs and hold you while you process your feelings. When you are able to do that, allow vulnerability. It's a huge source of connection for the both of us. Do you remember that expression, actions speak louder than words? Well, for years, I have mentioned that being love and allowing vulnerability, this is a safe space for all of my people. But if I was to shut them down and not hold space for them to be a human, then my core values might as well be only robots are allowed here. Suck it up. The big thing I want to bring across here is not only following up with your core values with actions, but on the personal side, It's such an honor to be able to be there for someone you care for when they need it most. Don't rob your friends from the opportunity to support you when you need it. Good friends want to do that for you, just as you love to do it for them. You aren't a burden because you aren't able to make them happy right now. You aren't going to bring down the mood because you can't be happy all of the time. Sometimes we are just humans having human emotions. And if they chose to feel sad with you, that is their choice. But I say this to my friends, my employees, my clients all the time. It's an honor to hold space for you. Tears are a sign of strength. I have a question for you. What are some things that you do when you are overwhelmed? Do you stare blankly at the TV? Scroll on social media? Do you eat food? When you recognize you are doing these things, we are doing to try to numb ourselves. This is a fight response. So you remember fight or flight. This is the flight response. What are you going to choose to do? When we keep numbing and numbing and numbing, never allowing ourselves to feel, when we slow down and immediately want to crawl into a ball, when we're having issues with anxiety attacks at night, this is a sign that we need to breathe and let it out. We need to allow our emotions. For right now, I just want you to note the things that you do when you are feeling that overwhelm, when you are feeling that judgment for your brain, or when you are feeling like you are a failure. Just pick one, but whatever it is that is most relevant for you, that often drives you to spiral. And just notice what you do from that place. 
I definitely snack a lot more. I definitely have a lot more open-ended projects. I'll notice that my house, my car, my space gets dirtier. My inbox fills up. I pile, they pile up and I have so many action items. My emails get pinned to the top. Everything just goes into the later pile. I know now through my awareness that as I'm pinning something and saying later, that I know that I am operating from a place of overwhelm. This is a sign that I'm thinking thoughts that are not allowing me to get anything else done because I feel like I already have too much. But guess what? I am creating more overwhelm for myself in the future because I haven't taken care of those things. I am creating pressure by this long list of things that now require action. Instead of just taking care of one at a time, my thought drove me to not take action. That now means I have multiple things to do later. It's important to know the actions that we are taking from the thoughts because oftentimes that's what we can catch in the moment. I recognized, ooh, I'm overwhelmed. What can I do to support my brain right now? What do I need to do to allow my emotions? Do I need to curl up in a ball? Do I need tears to flow from my eyes? Do I need to go for just a silent walk with no sounds, no music? Do I need a walk with music? Put on spa music that allows me to breathe, reminds me. Do I need a meditation? Do I need a happy song that just makes me exuberantly happy? Do I need to sit down and journal? Do I need to just blast my music in my house or in my headphones and have a dance party of one? What do you know helps you move your energy through your body? If you haven't yet, I highly recommend listening to podcast um, called Two Minutes to Massive Productivity after this episode. We talk a lot about that, kind of how to hijack your brain and get out of this negative emotion after processing it or allowing yourself enough space so that you can process it. But I really want to remind you, the goal is not to feel better now so that you don't have to deal with the negative emotions. The idea is to create enough wiggle room so that you can experience the negative emotion. ADHD We, our biggest thing is emotional dysregulation, right? That's a big reason why we are diagnosed with ADHD. But this doesn't have to be a bad thing. Don't hold it in. Let it out. When you allow yourself with the emotional fluctuations, we can grow and strengthen. Sensitivity is another thing. Don't hold it in. Let it out. This is why we are so kind, why we love to help others. This is not a flaw. It's a strength. When you know that, you will allow yourself to take pressure off yourself for not being a sociopath. There is nothing wrong with you because you can feel it is amazing. We don't want sociopaths. We want emotional, kind, loving entrepreneurs that are also going to love their employees. When we start to truly change our thoughts about our brain is when we can build processes around us, build support networks even greater than before. We have the ability to support others because we have clearer minds. We have less drama. 
We are unweighted by the burdens of our minds, the judgments we have about ourselves that are holding us back. That's why coaching transformed my business and my ability to manage my employees. That's why every single successful entrepreneur I know has a coach because we are not robots. We have emotions and we need to have them and be able to be the rock for others. We make really, really hard decisions that we never wish we had to do. Every single one of us. Let's be humans. We are not robots. Feel your emotions. Lean into them. Let the tears flow. Curl into a ball. Recognize what you're doing when you're experiencing the negative emotion. And just be. Don't shame it. Allow it. If you love this podcast, we would love your review or share with a friend. If you're ready to jump in, create change, and make money with your ADHD brain this year, let's jump on a complimentary coaching call. You can also get our freebie for three of my favorite hacks to help you create more productivity and less stress, more fun in your life right now, completely free. If you want to go to ADHDboss.fun, once again, ADHDboss.fun, not.com, or you can go to ellen.argo on Instagram, and there's a link in my bio to jump on the website. Um, and then my freebie will be there. All right. Can't wait to see you soon. Bye friends.